Well, hello everybody, and welcome to another episode of We Watch Shudder. Uh, my name is JD, and who's here with me? It's Michelle. Hey, look at that, guys. It's still always Michelle. Michelle and JD, JD and Michelle. And we watch Shudder. That's kind of what we do. How you doing today, Michelle? Um, I am fine on the great scale of everything. I'm a good middle ground. How are you? <laughs> uh, I'm down a toe, Michelle. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm now JD Nine Toes. That's my name for the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. uh, That's what we've is... been calling you around the speakeasy. So Right. That ma I mean, that makes sense. JD Nine Toes over here. It's a long story, guys. It's okay. I'm fine. Uh, losing the toe was the correct option. And uh, that's, uh, you know, sometimes accidents happen and life gets weird. And now I only have four toes on my right foot, uh, which is yeah, an appropriate totally. thing. An appropriate <laughs> thing for a fella who's uh, got a horror movie podcast, I think. Side note, by the way, I got some pretty gnarly post-op photographs. If anybody wants them, shoot me a message. Mail at wewatchshutter.com. Uh, anyway. <laughs> start a Patreon. Those are only start available page, to the there's Patreon money subscribers. There's money to be made on hey, my gnarly post-op toe amputation picks. photos. Yep, that's some People are going to be like, JD, you're so foolish. No, literally, guys, I, I, I had a toe amputated three days ago. Uh, and I'm here recording a fucking podcast because I'm committed, God damn it! Wow, <laughs> you're so brave. I know, right? I'm so brave to have come home on uh, on complete uh, doctor's orders and and agreeable release and all that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Anyway, I guys, was kind of looking forward to recording in the hospital, but I'm uh, okay. Yeah, with we. I mean, we were then. literally this. Like, I was not going to miss this episode, guys. I wasn't going to. Mm -hmm put things off just because I had to have a toe cut off. Don't be ridiculous. We've got business <laughs> to do here at We Watch Shudder. Namely, we've got Shudder to watch. What did we watch today, Michelle? We watched a uh, movie with a kind of fitting uh, title now, Nocebo. Right. Uh, I probably should let you know if this is the first time you've you've listened to an episode of this show. Normally we do this in the in a correct professional order that makes sense. Uh, that's what we do. We watch new exclusive and original releases from Shudder. Sometimes if they don't have a new release that week, we're going to go back and catch an archive title. But these are all movies that you can find on the streaming service Shudder, which is fantastic. It's like six bucks a month. Uh, they don't pay us anything to say that. We pay our six bucks a month just like anybody else. Uh, but you should pay your six bucks a month and watch Shudder too. Uh, now let's talk about Nocebo, Michelle. Yeah. Um, this is the latest release from uh, from Shutter. Uh, came out, uh, I believe, for available for for if you want to pay money, video on demand uh, just a few days ago, and is now available exclusively to Shutter ex so, Shutter subscribers. Apparently, I had half of my tongue amputated as well. Um, Michelle, yeah, uh, are we gonna read the the descriptive script from the Shutter website of Nocebo today? We are indeed going to read the descriptive script. This is not uh, hey, too revealing. You know what? Before we do that, let me ask you, Michelle. Uh, mm -hmm. What did you know about Nocebo going into this movie? I knew Ava Green was in it, and I knew what Nocebo was, and that's about it. That's uh, pretty much exactly what I knew as well. I knew that Ava Green was in it. Uh, and I knew that its title was Nocebo, and I had mm -hmm. a decent understanding of what that title means. Uh, what I discovered is that uh, I understood the concept. I just didn't realize that was a name that had been applied to it at any point. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, I knew absolutely nothing. And uh, 
I feel like, well, I don't know. Let's talk about it. Let's read that description. Mm-hmm. Were you about to say that they should know nothing if they're going to check it out? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I okay. think so. I was going to say, so they should know that before I read the description. So. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should not read the description, Michelle. Let's not read it. Oh, let's, okay. no, let's not okay. do that to these people. Let's... Uh, Okay. Uh, let's go ahead. Man, you can tell I had a toe amputated because this is already weird. It's super weird. This is weird. such a such it's like classic post-toe removal. Right. Uh, I know so many people who have had a right. toe removed you know, you and get then a, recorded you, you a you podcast. You get the fourth toe like on your this. right foot amputated mm-hmm. uh, and uh, you come back and you just forget maybe a little bit how to run a podcast. <laughs> yep, that, that's one of the side effects. That they no SIBO! <laughs> no Sibo. That's the movie we're talking about, guys. Michelle, hit us with your spoiler-free thoughts on No Sibo. Yeah. Uh, first off, I just have to point out that I'm really excited for the sequel of this film, starring yourself in Toe Sibo. I oh, think that's going to be really great. Um, <laughs> Say goodnight, Michelle. <laughs> goodnight, Michelle. I stopped recording. Fu- okay, bye. <laughs> now we can go back to hating each other and Toe nobody will Sibo. know about our ruse. Oh, God. I'm, anyway. I'm keeping so many puns hidden deep, deep in my heart. Okay. Oh, you're um, the best. 2023 um, started off kind of rocky on horror movies. And I just got to say, last couple months, or last month, um, the past month, what I'm trying to say is within the last 30 days, I have seen some very good movies and a lot of pleasant surprises, including No Sebo. Um, I knew nothing about it. I it's a weird, weird little thing. Uh, the story is pretty obvious. I think it it's at least supposed to be somewhat obvious, but I knew from basically very early exactly how it was going to end, but not exactly how it was going to end because I would not have assumed some of those things happen. But I was totally hooked on this. Um, without going into literally anything about it, I'm gonna give it a four point five. 4.5 skulls for Michelle on Nocebo. Uh, Michelle, I'm always curious uh, in moments like this. Uh, uh, do you have a guess as to how I felt about Nocebo? I think you like it because you were hinting at um, them watching it without seeing and knowing anything about it. And usually if it's a movie you think is garbage, you're not going to have any sort of recommendation that people see it. So because of that, I think you like it. But watching this, I I didn't know if this would be your cup of tea. Was it your cup of tea? Was it a good, delicious uh, Earl Grey hot? What are you talking about, Michelle? Of course this movie was right up my alley. This is my first awesome horror movie of 2023, Five Skulls. Oh, shit. Love this movie. This oh, was shit. fantastic. This was so fun. I enjoyed everything about this. This is right up my alley in so many different ways. Uh, I love that I, I knew absolutely nothing about it. I like that uh, I feel like the title maybe kind of makes you expect it's going to be one kind of movie and then maybe it's not that kind of movie. Uh, I, I thought uh, I, I agree with you that some of the storytelling uh, is a little predictable, but it's it's perfectly structured. And, uh, you know, sometimes a story plays out the way it does because that's the point. Right. It's uh, you know, it's I, I just. Oh, yeah. I love everything about this movie. I, I had a ton of fun. I thought Ava Green was incredible. Uh, 
I thought the uh, I, I almost uh, lost my my marbles there for a minute. Uh, Ty Fonacier, another one. <laughs> uh, I, I I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing that name terribly. I'm sure I am, but uh, but Chai Fonacier or uh, the the lady who plays uh, Diana in the film, fabulous. I can't say enough good things about this movie. I'm very much looking forward to digging into it and talking about it in detail. But you guys. I, I strongly recommend you go check this movie out before you know anything about it. You should be as uh, as surprised as possible with everything about this movie. I loved it. Awesome. Uh, the only reason I didn't give it a five is because it just wasn't on par with like Mad God or other things I've given fives to. So if everything is relative, I couldn't. But I <laughs> don't have any complaints about it. So yeah, well, definitely we've go all, check it out. Uh, we we're all, uh, or at least uh, everybody who's been with us a while, is is well familiar with the fact that uh, my ratings uh, don't really have any structure or rhyme or reason no, to them in relation to each other at all. Uh, yeah, so, I get really yeah. analytical with it. Um, Mine so, is more about just my experience with the movie, and I had a yep. fucking blast with this movie. Yep. This was a nope, lot. Of fun. I I think this is a uh, five skull adjacent, like how we say things I are like horror it. and horror I like adjacent. It. I five skull adjacent, that. Yeah. where. In spirit, if I had not seen other movies that were better than this, it would be a five skull. <laughs> <laughs> I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, yeah. This is a this is a real good time. Anyway, guys, yeah. if you want to see Nocebo uh, before we dig into the spoilers, uh, you're gonna want to hit that pause button right about uh, meow. So, uh, Michelle, uh, JD, I, I gotta <laughs> tell you, I yep. adore this movie. Uh, this was, uh, this was so cool. Look, we all know, uh, uh, let's just get into the spoilers. We all know I love a witch movie, right? And especially <laughs> not like, a. Uh, I'm not big into like hot topic, the craft, super like gothy kind of witches. I like me some folk horror witches. And this is this, that name nocebo. It's like, like it, it gave me like, this is going to be almost like a, like a, a, a sci-fi horror thriller, like maybe something about, you know, medicine or, or, you know, maybe like similar to like movies like Contagion or Unsane. Have you seen those two movies uh, mm -hmm. uh, by uh, uh, Steven Soderbergh? Um, yep. Yeah, I thought Wait, it was going to be... he did both of them? Uh, yeah, he did. I'm pretty sure he did both oh, of those, yeah. did not know that. Uh, mm -hmm. And also, by the way, did a movie from last year called Kimmy that if you haven't seen, you absolutely have to see. It's fantastic. Oh, you loved Kimmy. Oh, yeah. I love that movie. It's so good. I watched it four times in a week. Anyway, we're talking about <laughs> Nocebo. I might watch this movie four times this week. I really, really loved this movie, but I came into it just because of that name, expecting something completely different. And what I got is this rad uh modern folk horror sort of vibe but also with like that that uh really great sort of uh horror tradition of like this movie has some shit to say right um mm -hmm. weirdly enough uh I, I mean it's it's a completely different movie but this movie made me think a lot of slacks me too. I yeah, was comparing I, it to some of the other movies that we've yeah. seen. Also, uh, the film style of this is a lot like uh, what's the Re Rebecca Hall movie that we both gave five to? Oh, um, uh, 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 Resurrection. Uh, Resurrection. Thank you. Uh, yes. The way that this is filmed gives me Resurrection vibes. Yeah, I'm um, actually just on that the, kind uh, of style. I'm on the IMDb right now while we're talking mm -hmm. here because I got to find out because I agree. I don't know who shot this movie, but the cinematography 
is is next level stuff. This is really mm-hmm. beautiful. Uh, Jakob Kijowski and Radek Luchuk. Uh, I apologize. I know I'm butchering those movies, but uh, yeah, the the photography on this uh, was phenomenal. It's a beautiful production. Uh, it's uh, it, it definitely has some darker uh, scenes and and darker elements because it is a horror film. But I also again love how so much of this film also takes place. You know, in the broad daylight or in in well lit, uh, very colorful environments. Uh, on on top of that, I, uh, um, I mean, we okay. So we should probably do the thing where we sum up kind of what goes on in the movie before we go too far here. I just kind of got a little carried away with my love for it. Uh, do you want to do that for the good folks? Sure. Um, there's a fashion designer played by the beautiful can do no wrong angel Ava Green. <laughs> who uh, I definitely did not let influence my decision. I do love Ava Green. (laughs) I was very excited to see Ava Green was in something, but I just know that she is a phenomenal actress. I am Mm -hmm. glad to see that she brought it to this film. Oh, God. You're familiar with her other work. Yeah, I I always try to go in and be like, okay, ignore the fact that you already know this person, but man, she brought it for all the reasons that I already love her. So Mm -hmm. Ava Green is a fashion designer named Christine. Uh, something happens at the beginning of the film where it's never revealed or it's not revealed at that moment. I mean, uh, and not for a long time what happened, but she gets a phone call at work. She's also a children's clothing fashion, fashion designer and works on runways and makes, uh, music videos or promotional videos. And all of that makes sense that there would be a children's fashion designer with runways, but seeing it actually happen just made me so unnerved. I felt like I was watching child pageants just because it was so foreign to me, but it makes sense that there would be runways. I think just seeing children pose oh, yeah, the runways like that, uncanny. That scene, <laughs> I, I, not to interrupt just briefly, mm-hmm. but that scene towards the end where they're they're getting ready to film the kids doing the like the TV commercial, whatever, and, and everything's just kind of getting demonic. Frozen poses. Oh, oh God. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then when shit goes haywire, the kids all just naturally freeze back into positions again. Like they're not just yeah. standing there dumbfounded. They're frozen in the pos- like they're like this is very well thought out. I love that's a very moments. good choice. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of those things in this movie where watching it, you're like, what the fuck am I seeing? But I yeah. love it. So Anyway, uh, Christine slash Ava Green, uh, she has something traumatic happen at the beginning. She gets a phone call and really all that we discern from that phone call is that she is distraught and repeats what somebody on the phone told her, which is pulling out bodies. Yes. That line stuck with me, pulling out bodies. And that is basically all the information you get. And then it is down the road a little bit. Not sure exactly how, but a little bit. Uh, Christine had to take a leave of absence. She's recovering. She has this very panicky nervous disorder now, um, but she's trying to get back to her life and get back to work. She gets a knock at the door and it's Diana. Diana is a Filipino woman who is there to help her with uh, cleaning and house uh housework and taking care of the child bobs um bobs which is the children i've never heard of that oh is it roberta yeah her name was yeah don't don't you remember that she said she told uh she told diana because like uh uh you can call me roberta because we're not friends yet yes yep i totally forgot about that i just remember bobs and being like bobs um but yeah so uh diana's there and immediately 
Christine's life gets better. And then it turns out that Diana practices a very special, we'll call it medicine, uh, that makes Christine feel even better and helps her get over her panic attacks. And then Diana reveals that she, um, for all intents and purposes, will go with, uh, has witch-like powers. And she's a what? An umu. Umu, thank you. I could not remember the word. And so for people who might not know what an umu is, including myself, uh, it's essentially, you know, uh, which powers that can transfer person to person if um, you're present when the previous umu dies. Right? Is that kind of... Yeah, a it's uh, it's uh, it, it's sort of a a, a Filipino uh, folk tradition, uh, and yeah, they uh, the the soul of of the umu can transfer uh, from one body to another and basically continue living on through that person, uh, and it's uh, uh, but no, I just uh, I I love that whole vibe. Uh, those yeah. sequences now that we're talking about them, those sequences with the bird. Oh man. Okay, I I'm sorry. I keep interrupting no, and, okay. and you should finish the you should finish the summary. Yep, yep. Nope. I uh I forgot what the word was. So I'm glad you yeah. said umu. it was umu cuz I'm going to yeah. go look up more. I had no idea what that was and it's a fascinating fascinating thing. But Anyway, uh, basically, you're getting these flashbacks of Diana's life back in the Philippines. You're uh, watching her try to heal Christine. It's pretty obvious that Diana has ulterior motives. What exactly is going on? What is she going to do to Christine? Uh, will she be able to do it? What is she getting revenge for? You can definitely tell there's a lot going on. Um, and then it turns out that Diana had worked in a sweatshop factory making Christine's clothes and Christine went to visit the factory and basically made a command that no one should be allowed to leave without having their bags checked and that the door should be locked. Yep. Diana went to get water because it was very hot in this literal sweatshop. And while she was gone, there was a fire and everybody burned alive, including her daughter. So now she is going to kill herself. And uh, as an umu, she is going to transfer to Bob's. And that is exactly what she does. Yes. And she lets uh, Christine basically relive what her daughter did dying in this factory so that she can burn alive. Yeah. And it's awesome. Yeah. And not not just burn alive, but at least this is how I took it. Spontaneous human combustion. Right. Yes. Like the ultimate nocebo effect. <laughs> right. <laughs> like I, I, I loved this. This is a. Um, just an incredible uh, folklore or like like folk horror revenge story. I love how it starts out as very much not really a horror film, right? This it starts out as very much like a psychological thriller. Uh, you have the element of that dis. First of all, that disgusting mangy. F- ridden oh. dog. So well. I don't executed. do tits. I thought, oh, oh, I God, hated it was that. Hideous. So mm-hmm. gross. Uh, but, uh, uh, like, so, okay, I completely lost my track of thought. That's embarrassing. Uh, no, but, uh, <laughs> like, like this revenge story of, of, of this woman, uh, coming back, uh, and, and, uh, and working her way into this person's life. I like the way the movie turns around on itself. Uh, and we, we put that link together that, uh, you know, the way they reveal what had happened. 
uh, and the 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 beginning of the link there and where that vision of the dog came from. I uh, I loved the effects in this movie, Michelle. That giant tick monster that was fucking sick. Uh, the sleep apnea scene was one of my favorites because yeah. that sleep paralysis with this mask on your face, yes. like forcing you to breathe throughout it. Oh, that was so there's so much stuff in this that I haven't seen before. And I've always said, if you're going to show me something new, I'm basically going to be OK with it. Um, yeah. And I will probably like it just because I've seen so many things. And yeah, there's a lot of stuff like tick dog and the sleep apnea sleep paralysis and pulling out bodies is just so haunting (laughs) (laughs) yeah you're just like you're spending the whole movie trying to discern like what is this context of pulling out bodies and i don't disagree with you i i I had a very good feeling uh look i'm not i'm not gonna lie uh and there may be something ironically problematic in this but i'm just gonna lay it out I kind of immediately started to assume that this was going to have something to do with sweatshops. Uh, not, I wouldn't say the moment that she's dealing with children's fashion, but the moment Diana shows up and is Filipino, right? Like, I very mm-hmm. immediately started thinking there's a very specific scene uh, where she's, like, looking through a closet and she sees the, the Taiki clothing label on that piece of clothing, and you're just immediately like, okay, they're, they weren't trying to hide from you what the context of this was going to be we all knew where this was going but the way it got there is so fucking incredible this plays so well on that idea of uh like you know a lot of people will say it's like these things are not really happening they're all in your head and it's like well yeah but that doesn't mean they're not still affecting me in every conceivable realistic way you know, I mm-hmm. thought this was a beautiful portrayal uh, of somebody going crazy. Uh, it's an examination of that idea of, you know, how did people believe uh, witchcraft was real? Uh, and it's that idea that with enough negative thought pattern, you can influence negative effect, right? Uh, and I just, mm-hmm. I, I loved the, I loved every element of this. It combined so many different things. Uh, to tell a, a really interesting and, and effective story. Uh, when it does a transition, it transitions from more of a psychological thriller kind of thing into we are in full-blown horror territory by the end of this. That sequence when the kids are dancing around and she's in the TV studio and everybody just starts turning into like pustule, tick-ridden zombie oh. monsters. Jesus yep. Christ. Uh, this is like I, I was not expecting that because it started so mellow, right? This movie mm-hmm. took me by surprise on a number of wa- in a number of ways, while still being somewhat uh, uh, straightforward as a as a piece of storytelling, and I just uh, I I loved every minute of this. I wish I had looked up Chai's uh, last name, the girl who plays a uh, woman who plays Diana, um, because she also like. Obviously, I, I already loved Ava Green, but oh my god, this movie would not have worked if Diana oh, was not she's so amazing, so right? captivating and like the perfect blend of I don't want to say evil because I think I don't really think what she's doing is evil, but like the the way that she's manipulative but still so likable, and you're yes. on her side even though you don't even know what she's 
doing yet. You're like, right. whatever you're doing, go for it, girlfriend. It's probably deserved. Yeah. Like, I, I never thought she was like a villain as opposed to other movies of this similar type of somebody kind of getting yeah. revenge. Yeah, like a slasher film, you know, kind of getting revenge and you feel no, bad for is, the victims. This is very much like cautionary tale type horror, right? This is, well, sometimes you fuck around and find out is what this movie yeah. uh it definitely falls into and and uh like you know we we I I don't think any anybody with with real human uh empathy would say that anybody should take revenge so far as to murder someone violently as well but like this is a this is a mentality we can all understand right like even if you don't actually have children yourself you I think a lot of people hopefully at least can imagine how incredibly traumatizing that could be and how it could drive somebody to do this sort of thing, right? <laughs> and, and man, does she do it. Holy shit, you were so right. She is so great at... Because, like, there are moments where you're like, wait, like, I, I, I honestly wasn't sure what she was really after until a lot further into the movie than I think a lot of people would normally feel because they do such a good job of making you believe at times uh, that she is trying to help her. Like, she has that exchange with, with Felix, mm -hmm. the husband, where he's like, this is all going on in her head, and she's like, then I will find it and drive it out of her head. And it's like, yeah, like th there's, a, there's a respect for a and a belief that regardless of the fact that the like there's not a diagnosis something very real is happening to this person and that's a that's a powerful thing right that's that's where a lot of 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 witchcraft uh uh powers came from is just that ability of negative influence uh you know like you you can be cursed if you believe in it that's it it's it's wild and then of course it builds up to that beautiful, like I said, that ultimate nocebo of you know the, the she is just she just spontaneously combusts sitting there at that sewing machine. I thought that was such a beautiful crescendo uh, in a in a definitely like somewhat twisted revenge fantasy kind of way. But I loved that. I thought that was a beautiful outcome. Yeah, um, that scene at the very end where Christine is uh, basically reliving what happened in the sweatshop. Mm -hmm. um, it, it's going to stick with me for a while. It yeah. was just such a good, like, it was just such a, an excellent cherry uh, on the rest of this ice cream sundae that was Even though movie. you knew it was coming, right? Like, Yeah, it, it, I, didn't, like, I didn't care. I was like, how is this going to play out? The way that they do those flashbacks and then the, the one where she's doing the flashback of her uh, leaving her uh, partner or whatever he is, husband, um, where she's leaving him and uh, he's saying, will I ever see you again? And, and then it turns says, out no. that that's... That's what happened before, uh, or that's what happened right before she basically went to find Christine. Yeah. Um, that didn't happen earlier, and she's like a single mom. Like seeing that uh, kind of played out of order, and then her going back to him after everything happened to give him that closure was just—it was so good. Yeah. Um, th there's a lot of uh, choices that they made, like that of doing something just slightly out of order that made it so so much better yeah it's uh it, it, part of the uh part of the trajectory of this narrative is uh we all figure out okay 
So something happened with Diana's daughter that relates to Christine's fashion line somehow. But mm-hmm. uh, it ultimately, like, like the trajectory of the plot is crossing back and forth between the past and the present and building towards the ultimate reveal of what actually happened. Like, mm-hmm. that's, that, that's where the... Uh, the horror escalation of the movie comes in is it's slowly building to this ultimate reveal of what happened here and what caused this whole saga. But then there's all this other just amazing, like it's, it's very psychologically effective. I uh, like, this is a movie to me because it like, this is a movie that doesn't, want you to necessarily believe this stuff was actually happening anywhere other than in Christine's head and that's the point uh and I thought that was so effectively done here uh and uh I I just man I I I I want to turn around and go watch this movie immediately again <laughs> and, and then, yeah, it's definitely like on said, my list to show a couple people on, on yeah. top of that to be such a beautifully shot film this movie is shot well it's edited well uh it's it's beautifully uh uh visual in it is it's a whole lot more cinematic than a lot of uh horror movies you'll see uh this is definitely a movie that that some uh snobs are gonna apply that elevated horror label to uh but don't let that scare you off this is a good goddamn movie and you should definitely check it out mm-hmm yeah, I. Anything else to say about th- no, no this Sebo, is how Michelle? I can't figure out a great way to end our episodes when you sum up everything <laughs> and then there's just silence. Because I also know you have to give that silence because sometimes I go, hey, we forgot to mention this one thing. But sometimes it's just silence and I just go, mm, yep. And that's how this is. <laughs> like you, what, uh, you did a great job of explaining it. <laughs> what was your uh, What was your favorite? Uh, horror and or special effects moment in this movie oh god my favorite honestly mine was not even a a a super elaborate thing that line of pulling bodies or pulling out bodies and then them not telling us what happened um that had such a huge impact on me because obviously something happened and they don't show um the daughter or the husband right away so you're like okay was it one of them who died and then you see the daughter and you're like oh so she's grieving her husband and then you see her husband and then you're like what is going on what is actually inside of christine what what are you so distraught about it just those three words hung over me this whole movie until i started figuring out oh no diana has some sort of relation to uh pulling out bodies and oh god what was the tragedy Uh that she has been through yeah 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 what was uh, yours the tick uh, (laughs) yeah i mean the tick was the the giant tick was fucking gnarly (laughs) especially when it's chewing on felix's Face. Oh god! Oh my god! I, I can't do ticks. I uh, can't. That was, no, I. I, I they're one I've of had the, traumatic they, oh, experiences. Disgusting. It was oh, disgusting. God. Oh my god! That thing was so well done. Um, oh. I, uh, oh. Uh, and, and shout out to the entire cast here. We haven't even mentioned Mark Strong uh, as mm-hmm. Felix. He is amazing here. 
Uh, Billy Gadsden, who plays Roberta slash Bob's uh, little girl, is 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 really talented. Um, and uh, you know, th- this is the first time I've ever heard uh, of this director, Lorcan Finnegan. Uh, apparently, he's got a couple of other features that he's done uh, that I'm definitely going to go try and take a look at. Uh, but uh, one called Vivarium that I know I've heard of and and seen <gasps> the name before. I love Vivarium. Oh, I okay. Yeah. Oh. yeah, same guy. So I'm gonna have to definitely okay. gonna, gonna have to go check that one out uh, as well. Uh, but yeah, guys. Oh man, Vivarium is a mind fuck in a nice. way that this nice. movie did not quite get to. But goddamn, I yeah, Vivarium is so good. <laughs> cool. I'll have to go check that one out now for Absolutely. sure. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. So Michelle gave it a four and a half. I gave it a five. That's a four point seven five average. That's a pretty damn good score. Now they know you did uh, Vivarium. I kind of want to give them a five. That's <laughs> hey. Add I mean, to the we're not done with no. the episode yet. You can no. do whatever. You're free to revise whatever. But in it is my you heart, it's revise. not to Mad God levels. <laughs> that's, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, but everything's gonna uh, be on a scale of one to Mad God for me. <laughs> yeah, this uh, big uh, big home run shutter. Uh, good job uh, getting this one on under your belt. This was uh, this was a good get. Uh, what are we talking about next week, Michelle? We don't know yet. We don't know yet. We How don't do we know, yet. know yet. The <laughs> March schedule is not out. I know it's so weird. Uh, oh, so I guess we'll let you know as soon as we know, guys. Yeah, uh, if there's a, a new release, we will be talking about that for ooh, sure. Oh, it is, Michelle. It's out now? They're they re- dropped oh. it back on the 16th, apparently. Let's read this what? live on the air. Let's see what we've got coming up <laughs> in uh, in February. Looking for the originals and exclusives. Where are you at? Michelle, say something interesting about how we're sponsoring Time Bomb Pro while I find the schedule. Uh, we're sponsoring Time Bomb Pro. Also, when I was in high school, I went to visit my high school boyfriend, and he lived out in the woods, and he said we should go for a walk in the woods, and I did, and we got to this beautiful grassy clearing, and uh, I walked through the clearing with him, and I was wearing jeans, and I got to the other side, and I had hundreds of ticks on me hundreds crawling up my legs and I screamed and I ran back to his house as fast as I could and I could not get them all off and I was just screaming in the shower uh so I don't fuck with ticks oof yeah I I don't fuck with ticks either they're disgusting little horrifying they put their whole head in your body their whole head just goes it forces ugh anyway spoonful of sugar is what we're reviewing next week spoonful of sugar (laughs) next week uh, March 2nd. Uh, they don't say on this whether it's an original or an exclusive. It just says new film premiere, but I guess that's what we're talking about is a spoonful of sugar. Mm-hmm. Uh, then on uh, on the 17th, so the week of the 9th, we'll have uh, uh, an archive title episode. Uh, but mm-hmm. on the 17th, we're talking about a new film called Leave. And on the 31st, uh, which is another couple of weeks out, we'll be talking about a new film called The Unheard. So we're going to get three brand new films and a couple of archive titles here. In fact, if you have uh, an older Shutter original or exclusive that you'd like to hear Michelle and I talk about that we haven't talked about yet on the show, uh, drop us a message on any of the social medias. We're on Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, 
Instagram, at WeWatchShutter on all four of those places. You can send an email to mail at WeWatchShutter.com. Uh, if you have something you'd like us to talk about, let us know. Otherwise, we're just going to keep going to the, the way, way back and grabbing them and talking about all the things. Did I do all the business, Michelle? You did all the business. Also, check oh. out our website. There's squelch files on there. I'm very proud of them. Michelle has something like 600... Uh, uh, 475 are currently uploaded. I do have more to add, but okay. I have to take a break. For Clarity's my sake, I, that's important. <laughs> Very well. Guys, mm-hmm. thank you so much for joining us. Uh, I definitely go check out Nocebo. Check out anything on Shudder. Man, if you like horror and psychological and weird and and just odd batshit movies, it's six bucks a month, guys. If you get one good movie out of six bucks a month, it's totally worth your time. Uh, I think you should check it out. Uh, maybe one of these days uh, they'll acknowledge us. I don't know. <laughs> uh, uh, any last words? Check out Karis Hell. That's on Oh, TV. God. I made Oh, Katie God. So we it. talked about this uh, towards the end of the last episode. But it got Michelle. cut out. Uh, yeah. yeah we, unfortunately, we had some technical difficulties. But Michelle saw this movie called Karis Hell, you know, like a carousel, but in hell. Uh, and she insisted that I go watch it. Uh, and it was only like an hour and 10 minutes. And so I said, all right. And guys, <laughs> this movie is, it's one of those, it's dumb as balls, right? Like it's so dumb. Uh, but you should definitely check it out. It's, it's fun, dumb. Uh, uh there, there's shit that I'm just like, okay, we're just going here now. Okay. And yeah. the movie Duke is, is a unicorn on a carousel who yeah. uh, breaks free and then goes to murder people at a house party. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> and it's a movie that uh, delightfully embraces its absolutely nothing like student film budget, and it was uh, it was a lot of fun. I'm watching anyway, the sequel guys, this week, and I'm really excited about it. Yeah, we appreciate <laughs> you. Do, have you seen? I'll I'll talk to you off the air about it. Say good night, okay. Michelle. <laughs> good night, Michelle. <laughs>